0: We continue today, week three, of our Advent sermon series, Threshold, an Advent journey. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at threshold moments of life, those times of change and transition when we find ourselves in our family, our church, in a time of change where the things of the past no longer seem to apply quite Anymore, And the future is yet to come. And so we're in that time of change and transition and transformation. We've been using as a guiding image uh, a place called Chaco, uh, located in the northwestern part of the state of New Mexico. These ancient ruins of a civilization almost a thousand years there before the first European settlers come and, and make home on this continent. And one of the remarkable things of that, um, those ruins are these thresholds, these doorways, and these windows uh, from ruins to ruins. Today I want us to go from that northwest part of New Mexico to the southern part of New Mexico to go underground to another national park, this one, Carlsbad uh, National Park. Carlsbad Caverns is just an amazing place. Now, more people have been there. Um, they get quite a few visitors uh, throughout the year. The roads in are, are better, and, uh, and it's been going on for a long time. People going to see the massive caverns underground. You can take an elevator from the visitor center and you go down about 750 feet. And there, uh, underground, are these giant uh, rooms, giant rooms. The largest one, you could take the entire US Capitol building and put it inside. It's that big, it's massive. You can't imagine how big it is underground. When you get underground and you're, you're there for a while, your eyes start to adjust to the low light. The paths are very well marked, and you can walk around and you can see amazing things, but it's all a very low light. And so after wandering for a couple hours, maybe taking a tour, we decided to head up the mile and a half thereabouts, path from the bottom, from the caverns where we were touring to, to the surface, through the natural entrance. And as we were walking up, again, low light, uh, but ours had adjusted to it, we kept going back and forth, these large switchbacks, boulders, again, no exaggeration, almost the size of this room going around them, up and up and up, until finally we turned the final turn uh, underground, and, and there we entered into the large chamber that leads to the outside. And as we started to get in there, we stopped, because ahead was something that was just so amazing. It looked like some Theatrical lighting from some Hollywood movie set because the light came through the natural entrance. And you could see it. The light was like a beam, uh, like a spotlight coming into, pushing away the darkness of the chamber. You could almost touch it. It felt, it was just a beam of light. It was kind of cool. And as we were taking pictures and as we stopped in awe, partially out of breath, but that's another story, we were there and, and just amazing. And I was thinking, wow, that's a glimpse of resurrection. That's a glimpse of a new day. You can see the light. That's kind of cool. Isaiah could see the light. And the words that I just read from the prophet wrote and spoke During a time of great darkness, where there was but little light for the people, they had been enduring the destruction, the devastation of an exile. Their city of Jerusalem, where the temple, the house of God, their their temple was, was absolutely destroyed, and they were carted away to a foreign land, and they had no power. They had no prestige. They were were homeless and far away. And there, some lost hope. As they went through the experience, the struggle, the change of losing everything and trying to put together a life. See, when we go through a threshold, sometimes that experience is a negative one. We find ourselves changing in ways that we don't like, we don't want. But the circumstances, what's happening, has an effect on us. But Isaiah spoke to them a word of hope for those who would think that God had left them alone in the darkness. Isaiah speaks with the sure and certain hope that God is present in the midst of the dark that god shines light and peace and that light that peace even just a glimpse of it is enough to strengthen and to lift us up isaiah speaks to a people who are hurting and as i think of ourselves this advent time We hurt as well. Maybe our experience isn't as dramatic. Maybe it is, though, of an exile, of losing absolutely everything that we love and hold dear. But we struggle. We struggle in our lives, and there is low lighting around us often. And we yearn. We yearn for that redemption. We look for peace because there's conflict and there's turmoil. There's agitation in our lives. In the Scripture, when the Bible talks about peace, it's more than just an absence of conflict and agitation and turmoil. Peace is wholeness. The Hebrew word is shalom. It means that things are put back together, that they're restored, that they're renewed, that a new day is alive and well for us. We yearn for restoration and renewal because we are are broken. Brokenness exists in our lives. And as a people, as a church, as a community, we yearn for God to act. Isaiah could see God's action way out in the future. So certain that he was that God would restore, that God would bring peace. That Isaiah writes about it in the past tense. Although it has not happened yet, he knows that there will be the time when the walls are rebuilt of the city. When the ruins themselves of Jerusalem shout for joy because God reigns and God is present, God has returned to the city. And God's presence gives the lifeblood back to the people of God. Isaiah knows that it's coming because that's how God acts. God brings peace To a world that is fractured and at odds and hurting. God brings peace as connections are made between people that were against one another. In the life of Jesus, we see this. We see the ways that Jesus brings kindness and compassion and forgiveness. These are the things that work for peace. These are the things that bring people together. These are the things that not only does Jesus demonstrate, but he invites his disciples, his followers, to be a part of, to make a part of their life. Even as we're hiking in our low light, to be a part of God's work in this world that brings about something new. And something amazing, something cool, something we can see. And maybe we can't see it in the full light of day all the time, but we catch little glimpses. And those glimpses are enough. They're enough to strengthen us, to comfort us, and to inspire us to continue. As we continue in this Advent season, we walk with the vision of wholeness and peace and God's life in our lives. And it's right there in front of us. And it provides that light, that invitation to walk, to walk in faith, to walk with new courage, and to walk in the path of Christ. Amen.